This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. As uh, Jeff is trying to take his perch to my left, Jeff Jordan on Mondays as usual. It is a hot July day, and I don't think that's news, Jeff. I can get in the seat by Tuesday, I think. <laughs> and that's a Wyoming cowboy on your shirt today? It is. Well, now, why would that be? Well, I just bought a shirt when we went to Wyoming. You know, what, what the, I... the guy is a walking billboard for all kinds of places. <laughs> you never know what he's going to wear. Elmo one week, right? Well, that was in honor of, uh, you know, my grand, great-grandson. And the, the Wyoming cowboy. Because I was on the top of the, the pile. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was that, Jeff? The trip to Wyoming? Yeah. I don't know. We went uh, out there six, seven years ago, yeah, I guess. Maybe, about maybe a little me. longer than that. Yeah. I've been to twice, I guess. I can tell you when it, when it was, uh, if I could get the middle football schedules, the, the year we played at Brigham Young. Played Brigham Young on September 29th. We got into the Yellowstone Park on September 30th, and October 1st they closed the sucker down because of one of these uh, government shutdowns. Money was a problem, so we, we barely got through. In time. And by gosh, it's September 29th. It was cold. Yeah, I know. We yeah. had to stop at the Tarjay on the way to the game to wear, get something to wear into the stadium because we weren't going to make it with what we had. I had a, a cousin who's no longer with us, but she lived uh, about 50 miles south of Jackson Hole. And uh, we were, you know, had dinners and stayed three or four days with her and everything. But she said they had 65 inches of snow that winter before. That's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's about 62 inches more yeah. than we have. <laughs> I'd say that's a lot. And we complain when it snows. Well, can't drive, can't do anything. I think we're talking about a different world. I think we are. Altogether different. Well, uh, you mentioned live sports supposed to start this week. Major League Baseball is going to start Thursday, I believe. And I know the Reds play on Friday. I think there's two games on Thursday night, 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock, I believe. Make it 6 and 9 Central Time. So it... It appeared pretty close, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think everything but NFL football. Hockey is two weeks away. NFL football, uh, we don't know. We're talking about professional sports now. Um, but they're on schedule to start on time. Now, then, you know, whatever. And then baseball um, scrimmage games are going on now. Exhibition games, we'll call them that if you want to. Um, 
I saw the Mets and Yankees last night. Yeah, did, I was going to ask um, about that. Did you did you see it? Did you did the empty stadium just drive you nuts? It, well, all it did with me. <laughs> I have to admit, uh, I, I, it, it's it's a different feel. It, it, is, it, it really is. It, it it really is. And um, NBA, I think, um, starts this week. Does it not? Um, I think that's right. I, I think don't... they have a scrimmage game or two. Uh, this week, and then maybe they start full time within a day or two after that. I think I hadn't thought about that. I heard some coaches uh, being interviewed the other night, and uh, and they were talking about to how they uh, yell various things during the game. And now all they got to do is they whisper, and you can almost hear it. I, I noticed that uh, uh, some of that banter that you get in baseball, hey, bad, 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 you know, something. Yeah, it wasn't quite that, but there was certainly noise. And they better be careful what they say. I've got a feeling. <laughs> I, I agree because with that. I, because the it's Mike's very much gonna, like a high school coach or middle school coach in a gym where nobody's there in Christmas holidays. You don't say the same things in the huddle that you do when the gymnasium's full. Right? That is when correct. When you scream and holler and all you want to. <laughs> but if you got you got a Christmas crowd with about 15 in the stands, <laughs> you need to tone it back. We may learn some new words <laughs> or hear some that we haven't heard in quite a while. I... I uh, well, of course, I'm sure that everybody in the NBA's language is perfect, I'm certain. I doubt if they'd use any, any bad language. Well, let me give you an example. <laughs> okay, uh, oh, give me many, an example. many years ago, Jeremy is 41, so this must have been right at 35 <laughs> years ago. He was six, seven, eight years old, something like that. And the Nashville Knights were playing minor league hockey in Memorial Coliseum, municipal, whatever. Oh, you're going place. back. Yeah, oh, yeah. And we were able to get seats right in there behind the bench of the visiting team. Boy, did we get a lesson in language. Boy, I guess that's right. <laughs> it was something to behold. I, uh, Jeremy's eyes just kind of get big. Asked, Mom asked how the game was. I said, well, he learned a few new words, I think, or at least heard a few. I don't think they were new, though. He seemed to know what they meant. I, <laughs> I had, I had a, a personal experience with that on, uh, as, a, as a kid. Uh, really, and it, it was a uh, Atlanta Crackers. Speaking of politically incorrect, we talked about last week. Um, we're not talking about Zesta. No, we're not talking about saltines or anything. But anyway, they were in Nashville and they were playing the the Nashville Vols, and um, I was sitting on the railing, and uh, of course I was fascinated with everything, of course, and and. The, one of the crackers was was leaned up against it. And I said something to him. I don't know what I said. I, it wasn't bad uh, at all, but I just made a comment to him about the game or something, you know. And and he turned around and he let me have it. And <laughs> I don't know why. You were not supposed to bother him during the game. Was, I don't have any idea. He wasn't in the game oh, at okay. that time. Uh, but he he uh, evidently he was not entirely satisfied with his baseball career at that moment. <laughs> But little uh, Jeffy got little Jeffy got too close to the action. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we got to talk to talk a little bit about what high school sports may look like in the next few weeks. Jeff, we got uh, options, I guess, at this point in time to talk about. We don't know for sure anything in pro sports or high school, but we'll talk about it after this on All Sports Talk. Dr. Craig McCabe. If you've had cataract surgery. Because I had the cataract surgery in North Carolina. There is a chance that we might be able to make your vision better. She had purchased full range vision lenses and it just didn't turn out right for her. 
and we can adjust those. Thank you, Dr. McCabe. And now you're going to start working on my husband. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. We're discussing traffic with Councilman Smotherman. Eddie, I heard you were the swing vote in the approval of the bridge over Broad Street. Yes, I knew it would help our traffic flow in Murfreesboro, and I'm working on road improvements to get our traffic moving. If re-elected, it'll remain my priority. Paid for by friends of Eddie Smotherman for City Council. Eddie Smotherman, Treasurer. I'm Eddie Smotherman, and I'd appreciate your vote for Murfreesboro City Council. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. The Blue Raiders have started their workouts with their coaches. Uh, Still no word on any positive cases of COVID-19 within the Blue Raider football team. Nothing has been announced. They will continue on uh, for the next couple of weeks uh, in this uh, acclimatization period before beginning uh, work with pads. Well, of course, Conference USA has yet to make any announcement as far as the future schedules are concerned. So far, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, have decided to go conference-only schedules. Everybody right now is taking an eye and waiting to see what the ACC and Southeastern Conference are going to do. While it's still up in the air, the expectation is those leagues are going to wait until right at the end of July before they make any announcements on how the football schedule will go. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin for all your financial needs. Last week I gave you a quiz about what happened 50 years ago the day before, which would have been, I think, the 12th. Today is the 20th, 40 years ago. Jeff, you got any idea? Forty years ago, forty years ago today. Today, so that's nineteen eighty. Correct. Um, what happened in nineteen? Uh, wait a minute, it's probably the hockey game. <laughs> the hockey game. Yeah, the one where the Americans beat the Russians. No, no, that's not true. Okay, well, I don't know then what it is. Ricky Henderson stole his first base. I don't no, know what but, that means. But it has something to do with a baseball player setting a record. A baseball player set a record. Close to close to here, as a matter of fact. Uh, well, uh, is that Hank Aaron? Was it yeah, 19, Hank Aaron? Was it nineteen eighty? Nineteen eighty. This date, forty years ago. I had forgotten the forgotten the year. I At least according to my source, hmm. who calls me every Monday and gives me my my factoid to stump the stump the band with. <laughs> well, you know, I 
Were you watching live? Yes. A lot of folks were. I'm not a Braves fan at all, but I was. Less than uh, 20,000 people in the game, wasn't it? I don't remember that. I don't know. One minute, wasn't, it wasn't by any stretch of the imagination uh, a big crowd. I don't remember. When it Al Downing? Yeah. The Dodgers? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I believe it was. It was. All right. One of his teammates caught the ball, a um, relief pitcher. Um, I believe his first name was Tom House, I believe. I believe he caught the ball. Went over. He You're just, talking about a Braves relief pitcher? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, I thought you meant Dodgers relief pitcher. No. no. Tom, uh, and I said, okay, could be. I don't, yeah, I, don't know. I believe so. I believe that's correct. Trivia goes way out there. Well, you know, I, boy, Hank Aaron was a joy to watch. He, he, he really, I saw him many times because of where he played. If it had been, you know, anybody else, I'd have seen them too. But I, he was the right fielder. He played almost every day, which was one of the major keys to his success, right? Not only was he a great player, which he certainly was, but unlike a number of other great players, he seldom, if ever, got hurt, and he didn't have to spend a lot of time in the service, like Ted Williams, sure. flying airplanes. Uh, you know, I mean, he was just... A, and he was not a mountain of a man. Oh, he was no. not just a home run hitter. He was a great hitter that just happened to hit a lot of home runs. Would that right. be a fair way to say it? Right. Exactly right. There was one year, and I looked this up naturally, and I, of course I've forgotten it now, but there was one year where he was hitting he was hitting 400 at the All-Star break. I mean, he was a fine, fine hitter. Lots of extra bases, good speed. Quiet guy, more or less, seemed to be. Very quiet, didn't cause a problem. Um, I always remember him that when he came out of the, the, the on-deck circle and got to the plate, you'd, you'd think he was going to die before he got to the plate. <laughs> it looked like his feet hurt all the time. Um, oh, my goodness. He was just creeping <laughs> along. He looked, he looked like that uh, that uh, Rivers guy. You remember him? He used to play oh, for Texas. Oh, Vicky Rivers. Yeah. It took him, you know, 20 minutes to get to the home plate. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's an exaggeration. But he, he did look like an old, old man until he... One of the fastest the, players in baseball. Until the first pitch. Called and, Mick the Quick. Oh, okay. Right? I don't know. Let's get, into, let's, get, let's get into hometown or close to us kind of thing. Jeff, we're still waiting mm. for the ruling from TWSAA as to when their calendar will allow football and soccer to be played right now, as was announced, what, three, four weeks ago, I guess it was, at least. High school soccer, girls soccer and football would be backed up to start practice on August 30th. And games then, therefore, would start mid-September seems like the 18th was the first Friday night I can't I'm not running me right now but they petitioned the governor two and a half weeks ago I think <laughs> yes and we still have not gotten any answer back and Jeff unfortunately the trend seems to be going the opposite direction what we need to do to get that to happen I, I, I'm not I can't guess with the governor or, or what's going to happen but I can't imagine why it takes this long well and I, I don't know either. I, I, I think we can tell the general public who are maybe not aware of this. I don't know whether they are or not. But the, the, the TWSAA is actually part of state government. It's under the governor. Okay, now you, you don't see the two mixed up very often. You don't see much happening there, but they are. So they're waiting on the governor, evidently. And... Uh, so far, he has um, he hasn't he hasn't said anything. I, I don't know, uh, but I'm I'm gonna go back before we even get into all these things, and we've already gotten into some of them. Uh, I I think you and I both can agree. I'm almost sure we can, and I think the general public had better come along and agree with us. 
This is all these dates and times and putting this off and doing it in, doing it there. All of this is very iffy. Yes. And it's been iffy for two months or longer. And it's just because we say we're going to do this and going to do that. And maybe. I hope we do. But, you know, and hope it's safe. But it's. It, I don't think any of this is certain by any stretch of the imagination. The, um, the one thing that I, I can think of is they're trying to wait as long as they possibly can to make the decision the closer you get to the decision I, I and that makes sense and football players are out there already and i think coaches jeff don't you imagine they're prepared to start on monday if they, if yep. they get the word on I, sunday afternoon they'd, they'd be ready to go on monday yes yes so i think that's definite uh, it appears to me that the decision is being held off just hoping that something gets better enough that they can say yes we can play well if you went by this morning's stats uh, they're not. They're not going to see the field. Yep, nobody is. Right. If you went by this morning's stats, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Now, I'm not talking about professional here. I'm talking about high school and college. Um, it's it's very very shaky. Uh, but gosh, I wish things would just get better. If we could just have a few days of of, of better results. But well, so far we have not. And and this morning uh, it was terrible. It was it was awful. In the in the. Rock has begun to fall off the mountain. The number of states that have canceled or postponed, I shouldn't say canceled, their high school fall sports. I know California has. Virginia has. I know there's one more I read about today. that have. have Georgia did not. As of now. Didn't make any changes. California went to, in case the public doesn't know, California is going to start their high school football season in December. Yeah. Now, which you can do that in Cali- in I'm, most parts of California. I was just going to say that. Yes, you can. Yeah, but their 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 weather is closer to a, a good year round in most most parts of California. Yes. Well, as a matter of fact, Northern California is a little wet and weepy a lot of times around. But as far as snowfall, I'm not outside of the mountain areas, Sierra Mountains. So anyway, all that said, uh, and once that starts to happen, Jeff. The other states have got to pay attention to that, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. I would, I would think so. Everybody's looking for uh, uh, solutions, uh, something that might work, and they're watching very, very carefully what other states are doing. Uh, and I'd say by the end of this week, uh, we're going to have some more decisions will be made as to what people are going to do uh, and how they're going to try to get around this. I think, too, I did hear today that um, along with girls' soccer and, uh, and, and football, um, Having their opening possibly delayed is is competitive cheerleading, and we have a number of uh, sure. of schools in Rutherford County that do competitive cheerleading. Um, <clears throat> so well, we just we're, again we're just going to have to wait and see. But I I think it's very very iffy that we're going to get uh, any of this done. Uh, and our teams here, Jeff, uh, as of now, competitive cheerleading being one of them, that uh, has no practice dates because they're not under the TWSWA calendar. So they could be practicing 24 hours a day, seven days a week if they chose to. But Rutherford County guidelines right now say they cannot do those kinds of things. They've got to be non-contact. And so there's a lot of – there's very little they can do, frankly, because most of what they do is flip and flop and jump on people's back and pyramid up and down, right? Stand on shoulders. Yeah. You're used to that. <laughs> I was just thinking about the, um, the the heat rules, too, for, for soccer and, and football. Um they might be struggling for a time of day to actually well, of course, practice. We're, we're kind of used to that. I say used to it. We've had an experience with that, and we found ways to get it done very early in the morning, for sure. 
uh, and as long as school's out, you can get that done that way. And we're going to be, Mr. School Board Chairman, not Chairman, but member, we delayed uh, the start of school, what, about two or three days for the for the students. Teachers will start in on the same date they chose to, but no students in that very first week at all. That is correct. I believe uh, as of right now, as of right this very minute. Always preface that. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to say that this is not, that that there's probably there's likely going to be a, one change here but i say likely i shouldn't even said it okay teachers are going to start august 3rd yes and um there's a remember there's an election day in there too that we we usually take that day off so okay we got in service all week and then the following week august 10th and 11th we have half days and then the uh, 12th 13th and 14th we go to school full days that's as it is right now that Tomorrow night, we're going to discuss this again and possibly make some changes there. And, I, and I'd say that we probably will make some changes uh, as far as the half days are concerned. Right. But I don't know that. I'm just I'm one person, one vote. Uh, so we'll see what the board says. But um, that's the plan. Okay. Let's get to Chip Walters. We'll get to him maybe on time a little bit more today. Good man, Chip Walters. All right, Chip. We'll have the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Still, they're working at Wreck and Smyrna on Jones Road, right at Walden Road. That's going to be there for quite a while throughout the evening. There's been several wrecks down 24 East coming back from Nashville back into Rutherford County that's got traffic really slow go. Hey, Dr. Byron Bush, the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values, log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Listen to The Dell Wamsley Radio Show this Saturday, 11 to noon, on News Radio WGNS. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance... 
Think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. It is time for Chip Walters and the Blue Raider Insider Report. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start with Blue Raider football. Joe Spears of the Daily News Journal reported last Friday, late in the day, that Middle Tennessee had reported to him for the first time since athletes returned to campus last month, there had been four positive tests for COVID-19. In a quote, no athletes tested positive for COVID-19 in June. That from a school spokesperson in a, a spokesperson in a text message to Spears at the DNJ of on last Friday. He goes, as of Friday, four student athletes tested positive of those four. Three have recovered and are no longer considered active cases. MTSU previously made the decision in March to not release any individual numbers and cases among athletes related to the novel coronavirus. Football players began to return to campus in early June, with the final group arriving on campus July 6th. Some volleyball and soccer players were also back on campus. MTSU Director of Athletics told the DNJ last week that he expected both teams to have all their players back on campus campus by mid-July, which is now. So that uh, coming uh, on a report from the Daily News Journal. Also in Blue Raider football news, the National College Football Awards Association announced that the Jim Thorpe Award watch list for the upcoming 2020 college football season will include Blue Raider senior Reed Blankenship. Blankenship has now been added to the Jim Thorpe and Bednarik watch list, while also garnering first-team all-conference honors from Phil Steel. Given annually to college football's top defensive back, the Raycom Jim Thorpe Award is one of the association's most coveted honors. Established in 1986, the award recognizes performance on the field, athletic ability, and character in accordance with its namesake, the great Jim Thorpe. Black Blankenship earned second-team all-conference recognition last year despite missing the final five games of the season with an injury. Blankenship, who ranked tied for first nationally in block kicks with two, was fourth on the team in total tackles with 58 to go along with two interceptions, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. A team captain in 2019, Blankenship owns 233 career tackles, 15 and a half tackles for loss, 18 pass breakups, eight career interceptions, and two blocked kicks. And of course, Blankenship and his teammates scheduled to open the season September 5th at Duke. Blue Raider Hall of Fame class, of course, released last week, revealed during a Zoom webinar. The impressive class includes Bryce Brents and Clay Snellgrove of Blue Raider Baseball, Alicia Clark and Heather Prater-Warren of Women's Basketball, Mike Harmon of Golf, and the great Kendall Newson, wide receiver from Blue Raider Football. The six Blue Raider greats all participated in the webinar under the impression that they would be discussing their careers and give updates on what they're doing now, but they were surprised when Chris Massaro revealed that they would be the class 
inducted into the Blue Raider Hall of Fame in uh, the 2020 football season. It is scheduled to take place uh, during the North Texas weekend, which is Friday night, October 16th, and Saturday, October the 17th. Lady Raider basketball, of course, announced their non-conference schedule. There's a story about it on GoBlueRaiders.com. We expect to have some information on the Blue Raider non-conference schedule. We've already seen a few games in there, but the entire non-conference schedule should be revealed here very shortly. Okay, that's it for this Monday. We'll have another update for you coming up on Tuesday. All right, Chipster. Uh, again, preface his remarks as well. Yeah, I heard him. Exactly. Exactly. What's going to take place? But uh, I'm ready. To, I'm ready for it to start. I hope it does. I hope football gets started in high school, college, and pro right on time. I think the odds of all those three three things lining up though are not particularly good. One problem, I think, uh, and I mean no disrespect toward anybody. I really do not. We've got too many people that we're not sure who's in charge and who's not. Yeah, we got two mayors a governor, and a president. And they don't seem to be on the same page most of the time. Uh, I don't know whether they are or not, but uh, but it just doesn't seem like we have, well, decisions being made that maybe should be made. Um, I think, like the Tila Bustable you mentioned a minute ago, I think, I think it's time for the governor to get his advice from people that know and make a decision sure and then they don't have to worry about it and that said jeff as i remind ad's all the time just because twsaa says you can play next week doesn't mean our kids can play next week right that that decision then comes down okay here's the here's the shell you have to work within you can be more restrictive you can't be less restrictive so if twsaa opens it up some our guidelines right now jeff would have to change for Volleyball, or excuse me, for football practice to start next week. Now, volleyball can continue to start, but Jeff, as of now, under the guidelines we've got, they couldn't play a match. Which gives us another boss, the director of schools. Sure. Who probably is closer to it and knows more about it than anybody else. Well, there you go. As far as the school system's concerned. Right. All right, let's take a break. We come back and uh, we'll get into whatever you want to talk about. 893-1450 is the number if you'd like to give us a call. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. 
A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Jeff Jordan joins me today. Fans, he can air. And Lee Colvin, his sponsors, brings him to you every Monday. Glad that they do that. Uh, Jeff, we'd like to talk about high school football, but I just don't know that I know a lot about what teams have got coming back in. River, excuse me. Uh, Oakland's been really good for the last bunch of years. you got to think they will be again. Blackman's been right there. And Riverdale seems to be making up some ground. Is that a fair way to put it I right think, now? I think that's fair. And I, I kind of equate Oakland, in a way, with, with, with Riverdale just a few years ago. And um, uh, at, at that time, people, general people, and I, I don't think that I did it, but general people, they would always quite often would say, well, now Riverdale's going downhill now. They're, you know, they, they've had their run, and mm-hmm. it's, it's probably over with, and somebody else. You and it's, at some point in time, it happens to everybody. Sure it does, but it didn't happen to them. Not for a long time. <laughs> long time. And people, well, I've heard that, that same talk now three or four times about Oakland. Well, it's over now. Boy, he graduated a lot of people. There's no way. So what does he do? He wins the state championship. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. Give me a break. You know who jumps in my mind when we talk about this going out of county is Maribel. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you heard that? Yeah. Pretty much every year. George Quarles is going to leave, so that, that'll, that'll take care of that. Maybe he'll, that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> or such and such quarterback's going to leave. or what? Jeff, it's been that way for 25 years, right? It seems like it has been. <laughs> and, of course, Alcoa with Rankin, he's been in that situation twice. Alcoa certainly not in that situation either, but it would be uh, interesting to know. We've got a whole new coaching staff at a couple schools. I we do. I know that, Laverne. And I hear good things about Laverne, by the way. I've, I've had uh, some people that have been around say that they're, they've got some good athletes out, several athletes out. And Stewart's Creek with a, a new staff as well. Siegel with a new staff. So – that's that's when you really don't know for sure. Can somebody come in and reignite a fire and make things a lot better? Not that the coaches that were there weren't a good a good job, but sometimes it's not a good fit, Jeff. Even though they're good coaches, that is correct. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, there's so many things that um, that make up a it could be any team, any any sport that you want to name. But uh, generally speaking. Um, you better – I think the most important quality is is the head coach. Yes. Even, even ahead of the players. I, I've seen many schools with good players, maybe even great players, that didn't win much or as much as they should have. And if, But if you've got a head coach that can control those people and get them going and uh, motivate them, that's a that, – and then the players come and then the assistant coaches – Critical assistant coaching in football, particularly, absolutely critical that you have good people in those spots. And um, we've had a lot of those good people at a lot of different schools. A lot of them made great head coaches. Unfortunately, elsewhere, Will Hester comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But, but but a number of them. But it, it, we have lost a lot of those people, the assistant coaches, because we don't pay them enough. 
Now, we're okay with the head coach, but uh, I'm off the subject, but I'm just saying that, you know, those, those are the things that are crucial for a good program. You mentioned coaches and players. We've got a caller waiting, so hang on just one second. We'll get to it. But, Jeff, when you get both, when you get coaches that can coach, really coach, and you get players that play, play and really play, that's when you get state championship teams. Right? I think I think that's correct and uh, true. Um, you, uh, th- there are some other qualities that, that go into that. All of, of course, support is important. Sure. Uh, it's and it's nice. And it makes it a lot more fun, but it's not it's not critical. And uh, and I say this every year, particularly when I was writing sports columns all the time. Interfering superintendents and principals and school boards have ruined more teams <laughs> than any coach will ever ruin. Oh, I got a funny story we can get to. Maybe oh, again. let's do that then. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to our phone call right now on All Sports Talk. How's it going, Tim? Well, we, we, we there you are. We kind of missed you early on in the show. Oh, man, he's I, back. I, I, I just I just want to see uh, Jeff think they gonna make it a decision to to meet Wednesday. How long they they put on their thumb? Fifteen minutes or? 30 minutes? Or are you talking about, uh, you're, you're, you're giving me news that I'm not aware of. Well, they're meeting Wednesday. This must be meeting talk classification. Okay. So I assume they'll, I assume they're going to go over the place. I'm not sure they'll twiddle their thumbs much. I, th- I think that at that, that point in time, they're going to, they will have figured out what the governor will allow them to do. And, and at that point in time, it'll just be a matter of deciding if they can play at the beginning of the season or, or move it on back. But uh, we shall see. Reclassification, by the way, doesn't take place this year, but it will the following year. So it's, yeah, it's well, kind of crucial. One of the things they want to do is they want to add a class to uh, baseball and basketball. I think softball, too. Make it four classes. And they said for basketball, if they do that, they're going to make have less teams in the state tournament than eight. They're going to have four teams. Well, I'll make a prediction that that doesn't happen. Uh, that's just that's just me speaking. But I don't I don't think that I don't think that'll happen. But it very well could. It's certainly on the table. Yeah, and they said, too, they want to reduce the classes in, in football to five at least. So I don't know if they're going to do that or not. That's just something that's, on, like you said, on the table. But uh, one, one game, guys, if, if, if we have less of a season uh, this year, if we don't have ten games, uh, the opening game between Blackman and Alcoa and Alcoa, they supposed to play on that Saturday night, the first week of the season at Alcoa. So if, 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 that, if, uh, if the state organization has to make up the schedules for all the teams, that game will probably go away. Oh, it will for sure. You're going to get district games in there for sure. That's that's what's going to happen. Got to go to Alcoa to make to play out here last year. We got to go to Alcoa. Of course, of course, Gary Rankin's got plenty of state championship rings, fifteen of them. So he's got plenty of those. So you don't have to worry about any of that. But uh, all that stuff. But uh, but it should be an issue. I hope, like you guys said, I hope we uh, do have some football. But I'm kind of wonder about it as far as the the conference. I, 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 I at least the Big Ten. And, Packwell did make a decision. You know, the SEC commissioner said today he would, it probably wouldn't be the end of July before we make one, but they've got to make one pretty soon, or, or like I say, or else, you know, uh, I, the thing I heard about it is they want to play eight uh, non-conference, I mean, conference games and two non-conference games. And then one final thing I heard of Bassar on, on one of the national stations say that he, he had talked to the Conference USA commissioner, and he said, he said that he wants them to play at least six conference games in Conference USA to declare a division champion. And also he said they had continuously playing in case the ACC goes to conference only. So don't know what those are, but I'm sure he's got plenty of something like it happens. But I ain't up with the guys who go on the show and have a good one. Okay. I'll make this comment. I started to do it while he was on the line, and I thought, no, I'll wait till whatever. You, whatever talk show you happen to listen to is, is what the SEC is going to do. 
Somebody's going to tell you they're going to do eight. Somebody's going to tell you they're going to do nine. Some are going to tell you to do ten. Some are going to be all conference only, no non-conference. By the way, I do want to get this point too. Alcoa and Blackman is the closest thing to a money game as you have in high school sports, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Blackman hosted Alcoa, but if that game goes away for Alcoa, what happens? I, I don't know. You know, I mean, is Alcoa just missed a, a really good opportunity to play a good team on their field and, and, and have a great game? I would, I would hope that they would, would come back another year and play. Well, of course, see, the, uh, the schedule is going to be every two years. So if they play two years, that means one Blackman and one at Alcoa. So now we're two to one instead of one to no. So I don't know how you make that thing up unless you play twice next year, which I don't think that's going to happen. No, I wouldn't think it's going to happen either. But And, and that happens all, all over the place. It's not just that game. There's, there's a lot of games. A lot of schools open up, Jeff, with a non-conference rival game that plays in a different – District, something like that, 3A versus a 4A or different districts, uh, let's say Stewart's Creek and Riverdale. They're not the, the huge rivals, but they, they could be in playing in different districts. So if it's district play only, region play only, I guess it's what we need to say in football, they wouldn't play. But that might be the opening game every year, and it's a big deal. That There's a lot of those around the state that, that are going to miss out on that probably. Well, um the fact they're playing on a Saturday night tells you right away that, that, that this is something special. Yes. Okay, I'm, and I would, I don't know, but I'd suggest it's probably on East Tennessee TV, television, mm-hmm. I would guess. I don't know. So it, it's it's a big deal. It's unfortunate that uh, it, uh, that game may not be played, and it may be made up. Now, I know uh, I, I can't comment on everybody's schedule or anything, but we've had teams before that played somebody just once. When they were trying to plug a hole somewhere, you know, yeah, yeah. And, you know that's happened. And I, I, I want to add something to something that you actually said this a, a minute ago, and and I, I just I just uh, understood it about ten minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> now I, I want I want to make this point. Um, let's say the Tulabus AA gets direction for the governor that it's wide open, boys. You can play. Go back to the original date. Go to it. You know, it's it was late July, and we've already canceled the first two games, right? Supposedly, or postponed them, right? Right um, now, the decision is we're going to wait, but they can reverse that back. Yeah, okay, they and could start on time. Okay, that doesn't mean that that's going to happen. That's right, because a For lot, lot of, of reasons, a, a lot of counties have got different rules, and I don't know who Stewart's Creek would play, or Laverne, or anybody with Nashville. Locked up. I don't know who they play. They're in that region. You're pretty confident that Nashville's not going to play that first week if yeah. if they they go to August football. I think so. I agree with that a thousand percent. Thousand percent. That's a lot. <laughs> okay. Even Dalton. Did. Dalton said. Well, we've talked about this before, Jeff. No matter when they start, there's going to be some teams that have holes in their schedule. Period. Because there's not every high school in Tennessee that intended to play football way back in February. Not every school. Matter of fact, I'd say we'll have ten percent of the schools in Tennessee will will not play football at all this year, which means a lot of schedules going to be disrupted. Even if we tried to play a ten full ten game schedule, what a mess we have! We have one, no doubt about it. And uh, with with fewer answers, but it, he, he's right. I didn't. I'd forgotten that they had the border control did have their meeting on Wednesday coming up about classification. Surely that's when they'll make their decision about that when you think i would think so yes uh, i don't know what they'll what, what they'll do what they'll decide uh 
I have heard, and you probably have heard this, you're much closer to the situation than I am. I, I, I am told that uh, the the director of TLSAA, uh, Bernard Childress is the way you pronounce his name, right? Yes, correct. That he is extremely worried about everything connected with this. Well. Uh, particularly, of course, obviously, uh, getting a football season in and the money that's connected with that because it pays for so much other stuff. Pays for so much at TWSWA level. And he knows, as you and I both know, Jeff, at most schools it pays the freight for most athletic programs through the, throughout the deal. So it's going to be devastating if they can't play. Uh, we shall see what we shall see. Let's take a break. When we come back, we've got uh, about 10 minutes to wrap things up on All Sports Talk. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. It's still, they're working that wreck in Smyrna on Jones Road, right at Walden Road. That's going to be there for quite a while throughout the evening. There's been several wrecks down 24 East coming back from Nashville, back into Rutherford County that's got traffic really slow go. Hey, Dr. Byron Bush, the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander to Chuck, you're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. You and I haven't had a chance to discuss uh, Derrick Henry's salary, uh, excuse me, contract that's signed four years for what uh, twelve and a half million per year, fifty million dollar contract uh, for running back Jeff. Once upon a time, once upon a time, the Heisman Trophy almost always went to a running back. The most valuable player in the NFL almost was always a running back. That's changed the last fifteen years. Is that about right? It's almost always a quarterback in both leagues now. Running backs, the 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 thought process is we can't overpay because they don't have a lot of shelf life for one. And second, we can go find a running back almost almost as good and maybe as good if once he gets a chance to run the football is what we got for half the money. So Derrick Henry for four years. And, and the Titans, Jeff, had to make that move, in my opinion, from a PR standpoint for sure. And he's a heck of a running back. Fast, strong, but you just don't know how long – that uh, that can last. He's a, he's a fairly young man at what 26 years old, I think. So there's no reason to think he's anywhere close to over the hill. But I'm going to bet you in, in year number four he'll be showing some some wear. Uh, he he appeared at a um, Nashville baseball card show um, in his first year, I believe. All right, and so uh, let me assure you something you already know. <laughs> 
<laughs> he is a mountain. Yeah. You're going to tackle that guy? You better be all paid up in your insurance. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, but, uh, by the way, uh, I'm going to give you a little, a little credit here. You always deserve credit anyway. Thank you. I thought he, I thought he'd make a little more. I thought he'd be right, right around fifteen million, and you corrected me that day. You said no, it'd be about twelve. That's what you said, and here it's twelve five. So, you know, you were right on the money, and you were thinking running back and and so forth with all the reasons that you just gave a minute ago. Um, four years, he's got what four in. That's correct. Is that right? Uh, now he didn't play some of that but uh, basically that's in hey that'll about do him probably he'll be on the downside won't he well 50 million if he if he does anything with it and guess <laughs> guess what jeff he's made some money in these first three four years right yeah well yeah <laughs> but you better in, in of all the sports mm-hmm. i probably will complain less about pro football salaries than any others because the chances are you better make it while you can because the injury in it two and a half years the the average yeah it's it's not much um, uh, and I, I agree with you I, I I'll tell you one place that I thought for years um, and I, and I think they've not that they need to agree with me but I mean I think people have come around to sort of go along with this is that the people that are really really hard to find are linemen yeah. Defensive and offensive linemen that have got the size, the weight, the speed, and the agility. And, of course, they take a lot more uh, hits, too. Uh, and those guys were underpaid for a long time. Well, they're not anymore. Not the good ones. Outside of the quarterback, I think the guy that can play defensive end or outside linebacker, they can stop the run oh, yeah. and also work with the pass. Those are the guys and, and rush the quarterback. Those seem to be the where the value seems to be right now. If you can, if, you, if you're you, built for that, Jeff, I'm sure you would. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> if, if you could, if you could figure out a way to get a few sacks a year, you're going to make a lot of money, a lot of money. I don't know what uh, Kevin Byard's years. Do you remember? I know he signed a seventy million dollar contract. I don't remember how many years it was for. I think it's for the rest of his career, well, pretty much. Whatever. But my point is going to be. Way back when Kevin was playing safety at Middle Tennessee and Derrick Henry was running back, running back for Alabama, make, playing, yeah. making, being the Heisman Trophy winner, who would have ever thought, ever, that Kevin Byard could sign a bigger contract than Derrick Henry? Now, as I say, $70 million over – it's more than four years. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Per, per, per year, it may not be as much. I don't know. But $70 million is a lot of money, Jeff. That, that You're right. <laughs> That's more money than you make, isn't it? <laughs> At least. Um, I, uh, uh, of course, I think I think one thing that s- separates uh, Bennard from the uh, average person is that he's so bright and intelligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's really a, well. If you're going to be if you're going to be a safety in the NFL, yeah. you're going to be a middle linebacker in the NFL. You better be able to not only play, run, hit, whatever. You got to be able to think on your feet. Like nobody else can. Quarterback same way. Yeah. I mean, you've seen tons of great arms, guys that could really throw it through the car wash without getting wet, as, as they say. Throw it on a rope. We can't play quarterback in the NFL because if you can't think, I mean, beyond Jeff, what you and I could possibly even imagine, go through their mind in in warp speed. If you can't do that, you can't play in the NFL. Not not successfully. Right. And there there are 
really plenty of quarterbacks. If you look, just just go back and look at all the Super Bowl quarterbacks. Most of them were genuine superstars. Yes. But there were a number of them that were, do I dare use the term, game managers. Serviceable quarterbacks. Yeah, serviceable quarterbacks. Didn't make mistakes. That's a critical thing. Don't throw the interception, and my gosh, don't fumble and carry out the instructions. Uh, you don't necessarily have to be able to throw the football 60 yards in the air to be a success. Now, if you can do both those things, of course, then you're going to be you know, Joe Montana and Johnny Unitas and people like that. Well, most teams that have a serviceable quarterback don't have such an offensive line, such a running back, such a defensive line, such a you know, defense that can whatever. But uh, as you're right, there's some teams that can do it that way and have done it that way. To win a Super Bowl, uh, I I I, um, I know the Vikings won a Super Bowl one year with a very average quarterback, uh, and it it just that's just one team. A lot of, a lot of them are you know just really good people. That um, uh, Mark Ripken, who who was Redskin quarterback in a Super yeah. Bowl year, was just a good solid average quarterback. But he had good instructions, and he carried them out. Being the good Washington fan you are, have you voted mm. yet for your your change of name? No, uh, they haven't asked me. I, my, surely my phone is ringing. Um, I, I tell my wife just tell them just to forget my opinion. I, I think Red Wolves. Well, as much was, money as you give, I'm sure you. Can <laughs> Red Wolves, I think, was the leading one the last time I checked anything on that. Uh, uh, Red Tails was uh, the right. Uh, was another. Um, I would not be for Warriors at all, which is what Snyder was going to name his uh, minor league football team one year, Warriors. Well, I think that just you go from the pan to the fire when you do that. Forget that. And uh, we, we got to have an R anyway, right? Got to have an R. So, Red Wolves. Let's all go right. with Red Wolves. Well, let me thank a good folks at First Bank. Wonderful Fine people sponsors there. for helping get out on All Sports Talk and encourage you to uh, step by one of the many offices in the state of Tennessee the closest one is about, uh, what, two miles from here? Maybe? Maybe. On Memorial Boulevard. Jeff, that's going to wrap things up for today. I think Monty will be in tomorrow on Tuesday, and it'll be hot, and it'll be July. We may have actual games and decisions that are final, maybe, to talk about next Monday. Next Monday, we can talk about the Reds' three-game winning streak. How's that sound? Oh, my goodness. Three games. <laughs> All right. All right, Zach. Thanks, Jeff. Uh-huh. Have a good day. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.